Matty P gets the upper hand. The New England Patriots have a prominent offensive lineman returning to action and a lot of prominent storylines on offense and defense. I'm Mike DeBate. Stay tuned, folks. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful, and thank thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Remember, folks, Locked On Patriots is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So smash that subscribe button and download, subscribe to, and follow Locked On Patriots wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated, also your host of this great podcast. Follow, subscribe, definitely check out all the great work that all of our hosts do on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you want to interact with me, let me know what's on your mind. You can reach out to me on the Bird app at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing some love to that Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And Pats fans, we are less than a day away. From the start of mandatory minicamp in Foxborough for 2022, your New England Patriots taking the practice fields adjacent to Gillette Stadium, and there are a lot of storylines to talk about. One coach emerging as the top contender to call plays this year, offensive plays, that is. And our guest today, you pegged this from day one, my friend, and it's a great time to welcome him into the show. You know him as the Green King of Sting, the Count of Murphy Fisto. I've recently dubbed him the Dancing Destroyer because of his introduction and his love for our entrance music here on Locked On Patriots. He is a columnist extraordinaire for E2GSports.com, covering the Pats and all things Boston sports. He is my good friend, my benefactor in this business, the only man on this show, the only guest, I should say, with his very own branded hashtag, the legendary Thomas Murphy joins me here today. Thank you for coming to me in friendship. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murph. Oh man, it, a real man is a man isn't a real man unless he spends time with his family. Uh, so uh, here I am every 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 Monday, man. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whenever you call, buddy, I'm here because it's always a blast to talk some Patriots and and uh, any Boston sports with you. But but we're a Patriots show, so let, let's do a little of that today. That's right. That's, that's that's wonderful. You know, I appreciate it, and uh, it means an awful lot to me. So, anything, uh, anything to hear, Mike? Freaking drop into his Don Corleone any 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 day of the week. I'll do I don't need much encouragement to drop into the Don Corleone, my friend. You know, I'll I'll do that just pretty much automatically. I'll just I'll just be you know in random restaurants. I'll just start ordering stuff. Uh, oh, the caramel chicken looks good. You know, it's uh, slightly basted. You know. Can, Try can, the veal. Can, it's the best in the city. Can, can can I get that without the green beans? You know, it, it's it's just it's you know, it really is. You know, <laughs> I got uh, yeah, insulin, you know. But anyway, getting back to what I was saying, <laughs> folks. This is yes, this is this is always always fun. Uh, don't forget today, folks. Today's episode of Lockdown Patriots is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle 
with Joey from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Patriots listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast, this podcast exclusive includes engagement. So use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. Murph, it's always interesting to revisit subjects we've talked about here on Locked On Patriots. And it's pretty typical when I have the fortune of telling you that you were right about a lot of predictions that you make on this show. It happens more often than not, folks. I told you, if Bill had a beeline into Murph's hotline, uh, I don't know how many banners would be hanging right now in Gillette Stadium facade. There'd be, there'd be a lot. Let's put it that way. Bottom line, my friend, you had this pegged right from the beginning. And our good friend Jeff Howe from The Athletic reported this morning, on Monday morning, that Matt Patricia has taken the upper hand when it comes to play calling. Now, Jeff was very careful in his report. I don't want to put things into his mouth. I don't want to make you know more out of his report than what it was. He did say the team has not made an official announcement. No. This is per one of Jeff's sources, but I can tell you if it's a Jeff Howe source, it's yeah. pretty reliable. Jeff is one of the more reliable guys in this business, not just on the Patriots beat, but all throughout the NFL. Some great work being done by him continuously over and over again. And definitely, Jeff, tip of the cap. We wish you well health-wise, too, my friend. Great. Definitely glad to see that you're back up and running and you're you're you know on the, uh, the road to good health, and that's the most important thing. But this report to me, Murph, only solidifies what you've been saying right along. Offensive line is such an important part of everything. It's almost like the catcher position in baseball. Everything's in front of you. You see everything. You're calling the game. You're looking at everything that's going on. And when you have an offensive line coach that's calling plays, not only is there intricate knowledge of the offensive line, but also you're talking about a former head coach in this in yep. the NFL. You're talking about a former defensive coordinator, Super Bowl winning defensive coordinator. I think a lot of people forget that Matty P right. has a pretty impressive resume. So when you look at this now, and you also look at the report that Jeff put out on Saturday that Isaiah Wynn will be joining his teammates tomorrow in Foxborough, what does this mean for the offensive line? I, I, I'm assuming you believe this is a good thing, but oh, what yeah. really does it mean for the offensive line going forward? Well, I mean, we said we said both things here over the last few weeks. You know, people were losing their minds about Isaiah Wynn not being in camp, uh, not being at OTAs. OTAs are mm -hmm. optional, people. It's a right. voluntary thing. Voluntary. You know, how often do you go into the office when you're not getting paid? All right. I know I don't. I don't check in. You know, that check doesn't clear. Then you don't see Murph. Um, Mike's check's always clear. That's why I'm here. They, but no, it, it's a fantastic thing that 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 he's back. It, it means a lot to the depth of this offensive line. It means that uh, there's more cohesion to it, that uh, guys aren't going to be forced into positions that they, they might not be uh, too happy about. OK, certain guys, they just they, they enjoy being on the right side or they enjoy being on the left side. And this allows uh, things to go much smoother for Matty Patricia and what he has to do when you have a more veteran squad, a squad that is played together for a longer period of time. It just makes your job easier. That's what this does. Isaiah Wynn being in camp makes the job easier. 
Absolutely. Without question. It creates continuity. And ultimately, when you're talking about an offensive line, continuity is so important. Murph, we saw this last year. Yeah. I mean, for people that don't want to take our word for it, yeah. and I can understand me, folks, but you definitely want to take Murph's word for it. But go back and take a look at the 2021 offensive line. Players shuffling all over the place. Yeah. The Trent Brown injury really threw a wrench into their plans. And it really caused a lot of problems. And you saw a lot of miscommunication. You saw yeah. a lot of breakdowns. You saw a lot of lets up in coverage. And that will happen when you have different players plugging into different areas. Players that weren't planning on playing a starting role all of a sudden thrust into it. Yeah. Players that are trying to play a swing position where maybe they're playing out of position, definitely not a good thing. When you have a... I took some flack for calling him a star a couple of weeks ago. A lot yeah. of people were not happy with me about calling Isaiah Wynn a star. But, folks, look at the stats. Look at the way this guy is graded. Right. When he's healthy, he's one of the better left tackles in the league. You're not just jettisoning somebody who's, uh, you know, an also ran at the position. Right. Isaiah can play. You're talking, you're talking in, one of the top 12 to 14 offensive tackles in the league on both sides of the ball. Right. Now, you make that a left uh, a left tackle – that's even more important. Um, you, you folks don't want to call him a star. That's that's fine. We're not going to jump on you for it. But don't jump on Mike for, for actually doing that, for honestly understanding the importance of the position. Absolutely. Thank you, Don Murph. I appreciate the protection. I appreciate the uh, the support. It's always good to know people in high places. But at the same time, folks, um, <laughs> no, I'll get, all kidding aside, um, having Isaiah Wynn back there definitely does create continuity. It helps the protection of Mac Jones. It's someone who also allows the rest of the line to play in position. Now you know pretty much from what we've seen, and I expect this to continue tomorrow, I expect to see Cole Strange taking snaps at left guard. I think that's yep. where they're trending. I think that's where they should be trending. They spent first-round draft capital on him. I can tell you the kid's got the athleticism to do it. Maybe yep. there's going to be some growing pains, but he's athletic enough to plug into that position. David Andrews, solid as a rock. Claire and I talked about him last week. He is your anchor yep. in the middle of that uh, offensive line, and really I, I don't think you can find a better steward to shepherd this flock than David Andrews. But then you've got the right, right. side now. Michael Wainu going to move back in to the right guard position, the position he played so well at Michigan. And then you got Trent Brown right. on the other side playing right tackle. So if that's your unit, the Patriots are doing pretty well for themselves. And Matt Patricia championing this unit and being the head and being the coach. Uh, I don't want to say head. That's not, you shouldn't say head coach. There's only one no. head coach. And, but being the head man when it comes to the offensive line and then taking an active role in play calling, I think it's a hand in glove fit at this point. It is. I'll be honest, I still have some doubts. I want to see what this is going to look like out on the field in game settings before I give my unqualified <laughs> um, endorsement <laughs> of Matt Patricia being uh, the uh, the play caller. But I will say I do feel confident enough to say this, that this is not going to be the disaster people no. are thinking it's going to be. No. It, it, it all comes down at the end of the day. Um, quality. OCs, um, the OCs that 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 end up being talked about in um, in circles for head coaching jobs, things of that matter. They, they're the guys whose players execute. Okay, mm -hmm. it, it, it's very rarely that you called, you made a stupid call. More more likely or not, it, it's somebody on the offensive line that missed a block, somebody that didn't notice something uh, uh, when they're looking across the the field as as to coverage the quarterback or a wide receiver who doesn't fight for a ball. 
um, a wide receiver that doesn't get a block off, things like that. It's it's not it's not always. I mean, you you can go you know go back to Super Bowls and wonder why you were running the you were throwing the ball from the one yard line. Okay, that that might have been a stupid call. Um, but other than that, it's execution of the players that are on the field. I think Matt's going to call the right plays. We'll see if the Patriots can uh, execute them. Absolutely. And you know what? Ultimately, that will be the litmus test for the New England Patriots is getting these guys out there on the field. Preseason is going to be telltale. And I'm not yep. saying the Patriots are going to open up their world to other teams. They're definitely not going to do that, but you will see some of the tendencies and what these guys can do, not just on the field, but also on the sidelines. I'm looking forward to some preseason action this year, but mandatory mini camp has to happen first, folks, and it will continue to happen starting tomorrow in Foxborough, June 7th through the 9th. Three days of nonstop action for New England Patriots fans as we start to build the narrative of what this team will look like heading into 2022. We, we, we call Hell Week. <laughs> Absolutely. It's definitely it's a what, labor of love. <laughs> no number there. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, guys without numbers, dogs and yep. cats living together, mass hysteria, mass hysteria in Foxborough this weekend, or this week, I should say, leading mm -hmm. into the weekend. But We've talked about the offensive line, Murph. We talked about Isaiah Wynn. We talked about Matt Patricia. Big storyline without question. But what is the biggest storyline? Is it Mac Jones? Is it Kendrick Bourne? Is it the running back core? Is it the fact that the Patriots will no longer be hosting Brandon Bolden wearing a Patriots uniform? These are all questions that are burning on everybody's mind. But my good friend, the Connor Murphy Fisto, is going to give us his top storylines heading into the New England Patriots mandatory minicamp on the offensive side of the ball in just a moment. But first, Murph, summer is coming, and it's the time to make memories. And at BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments, from creating the custom engagement ring of your significant other's dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, Find jewelry as unique as that special someone with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. So make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Patriots listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement, so use the promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, plus every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today and use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's BlueNile.com. I'm going to go pinky ring shopping later. Absolutely. And Blue Nile has <laughs> phenomenal stuff. Yeah. You will absolutely love it. And you know, Murph, it's always good to start these things during the summer. You want to make memories yeah. during the summer. But if you want to make those memories during the summer, you don't just want to do that wherever you're living. You want to get out right. and see the world a little bit. We can expand our horizons now that things are opening up a little bit more and it looks to be a more active summer. Well, to be active, folks, Got to make sure that your ride is in tip-top shape. And that ride can be in tip-top shape if you visit my good friends at rockauto.com for all your auto improvement needs. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts at a chain store or a dealership? 
Getting around is expensive enough as it is right now, Murph. You know and I know we feel the pain at the pump, but you can feel a relief when you do business with rockauto.com for your auto improvement needs. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and Rock Auto's prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything that you can think of. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, Visit the good folks at rockauto.com today, explore their easy-to-use website, and find the solution to all your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to put Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Patriots fans, the legendary Thomas Murphy, columnist extraordinaire from E2GSports.com, covering your New England Patriots, joins me here today as he does each and every Monday. It is hashtag locked on Murph Monday. And Murph, in the previous segment, you did mention that my check's clear all the time. I'd like to yep. thank you. And let me just add, if you consider a million dollars in cash just finance, te salud, Don Murph. Um, but we've talked a little bit about the offensive storylines, um, some of them. Uh, one of the big ones, obviously, Isaiah Wynn will be in attendance after missing OTA. That's a good sign for the Patriots. The Patriots also look to be leaning in the direction of Matt Patricia to be that primary play caller. No confirmation on that yet, but this week is going to be telltale. That's also not the only storyline going on in Foxborough right now. There's a lot going on on both sides of the ball. Before we jump over into defense, let's stick with the offensive side of the ball. Murph, there's a ton of offensive storylines heading into this season. Patriots trying to infuse some speed, maybe a little veteran presence into the wide receiver position. They've done that by bringing in Devontae Parker from Miami and drafting Tyquan yep. Thornton. The running back core is still going to be formidable on this team. They are missing a key component in Brandon Bolden, but they've made a couple of interesting draft selections. Uh, James White looks to be on his way back from a, uh, yep. a hip subluxation last year. Uh, there are items to discuss, of course. I can't displease the Countess. Tight endage, we're going to be looking at the tight ends and seeing how that's going to come across. Will there be, we will be talking tight endage later this week. Guess who we will be talking that with, folks? You know, the first thing, he'll give you three guesses. The first two don't count. Yep. Uh, but in any case, hi, Claire. <laughs> hi, Claire. But in any okay. case, getting back to what I was saying about that, those are the offensive storylines heading into this. But what do you say, Don Murph, when you look at your Belichickian crystal ball what are you looking forward to on the offensive side of the ball most for mandatory minicamp this week? I'm going to, I'm going to put, throw a name out there that not a lot of people are talking about. And um, it's Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> mm. I am, I am really looking forward to it. last week. Uh, a lot of Shanahanian uh, plays were being called. A, a new system is in town. You know, talk <laughs> of, of things like that, you know, a, a system of the downs. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how much of the Kyle Shanahan style offense is being um, run this week. It, not so much who's running it, but, um, but you know, how that's being uh, incorporated into what is already done here. Um, uh, whether you know it or not, uh, the Patriots have had a little bit of difficulty in the past couple of years facing old coaches. 
because they they know what's coming they they know the terminology they know the sets bill is done with it he's i'm not saying that he's scrapping everything that has been done here over the last 20 years people but there are new uh new aspects that are going to be brought in new plays that are going to be run new formations that they're going to be run out of and um you know getting down to the nitty-gritty this is one hell of a uh of a running backs room and he's going to use the Shanahan system to, uh, to enhance those strengths. Absolutely. I think that that is an excellent, excellent point. And I think one that not a lot of people are talking not about, the se- not I, the I, sexy thing you guys all wanted to hear, but you know, that, no, that's it's what a, I'm going to be looking for. But see, that's it though. That is the sexy thing that we wanted to hear. You gave us what we wanted without us knowing what we wanted. This is why you have your very own branded hashtag, my friend, because it really does make you think, and you're absolutely right. The Patriots were incorporating a lot of those. We saw a lot of zone read on on, in the last two weeks. Evan joined me a couple of weeks ago here on a Friday episode of Locked On Patriots, and we talked about a lot of the things that you see on the field and how this team is gearing up to maybe combat some yeah. of the uh, the defenses that they're going to see and take it to them. Uh, also on the defensive side of the ball as well, and we'll get into right. that in just a moment. I don't want to jump the gun here, but the Patriots are making adjustments on both sides of the ball. But the fact that there is a new sheriff in town, so to yep. speak, um, all right, Patriots fans. No, we won't use that. There's a there's a new Don on uh, <laughs> on the uh, <laughs> on the sidelines. Um, it's I think interesting uh, that a lot of the reports coming out that a lot of people are really I think souring on Joe Judge and what this is you know going to to mean for him. But I think in a lot of ways, seeing that infusion of speed and running that more yeah. Shanahanian type, like you said, I like that word Shanahanian. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna put that into the lexicon here on Locked On Patriots. My good friend Brian Snow is a big Forty uh, Niners guy. I think he's gonna like that too. So he okay. may steal it. You have our permission, buddy. Yes. Uh, but in any case. Um, there is uh, a lot, and there will be an infusion of some speed moves. So, you know, I think you're going to see jet sweeps. I think you're really going to see uh, guys like John U. Smith really blossom in right. that type of role. Uh, Kendrick Bourne can definitely do it. We've seen him do that in the past as well. Um, the Patriots drafted some speedy guys that you know are yeah. going to infuse some some uh, you know a, a good you amount know, of rapidity uh, in this. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's get Parker talking... really quick. You know, the, let, yeah. let's give more work to these tight ends and see what they can do. These are all things coming out of the Shanahanian system that uh, that Bill is going to bring here and keep folks guessing on the other side of the ball. Absolutely. And he's got <laughs> multiple me. weapons with a lot of versatile skill right. set to be able to do it. And that's what I like about this, especially the draft picks, because you look at Taekwon Thornton, you know, blazing speed, perimeter yeah. guy. He's going to go downfield and he's going to get open. And then let me tell you, from watching this kid, he is everything is advertised when it comes to speed. Maybe people have questions about his route running. Maybe people have questions about his frame, his size. This kid can fly down the field. I'm looking forward to watching these two rookie running backs as well. Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, a lot of speed, a lot of ability, a lot of raw talent. Who gets to harness it? Who gets the dreaded red shirt, but who right. also becomes a part of this uh, um, this offense? Because I think one of these guys, and we've talked about it before, we think it's going to be strong, but at least one of these guys, I think, is going to be incorporated into the offense this year. Right. Absolutely. So when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, Murph, obviously we can't take our leave of the subject just yet until we talk no. about the man under center, and that right. is Mac Jones. Um 
what more can be said about Mac that hasn't already been said? He's worked on his physique. He's worked on his training regimen. He's worked on getting more sleep, eating right, the diet, just the whole health regime has been, uh, you know, regimen, I should say, excuse me, not regime, um, has been a little bit better. And also you're hearing a lot of players talk about his leadership ability on right. the field, uh, the fact that this kid is ready. Is this something that is really just inherently in him, or is this just maybe a little bit of sophomore swagger on his part coming in knowing that he's the quarterback now? He doesn't have to compete for the starting job. Um, do you think maybe it's a little bit of both, or do you think this is just who Mac Jones has been all along? Um, I, I'm not sure if it's who Mac Jones has been all along. He was <laughs> – pardon me. He was um, quite patient while he was at Alabama in mm -hmm. sitting and learning and um, – then last year, he had to be patient once again with Cam Newton in camp and really not knowing where to go, what cues to take, how much of a leadership role he would be expected to have or uh, how much he wanted to let out. Um, so I'm, I'm not quite sure if it's if it's the former or the latter. It might be a little bit of both, but I'm, I'm beginning to think that it's the latter. He knows mm -hmm. that he the uh he's the man this year there is there's no looking over his shoulder there's nobody to leapfrog over um it's his show and he lets everybody know that it's his show you know uh nobody talks in this huddle except me that's mm -hmm. that's the kind of man that that he is and he's letting that be seen right now he's out there running routes for his wide receivers saying no 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 this is how I want you to do it. I don't care how Bill wants you to do it. I don't care how your coaches in the past wanted you. This is how I want you to do it. This is the right way to do it. This is the way that we're going to move the ball. I love what I've seen from him so far this time. I think I'm going to uh, continue to enjoy uh, the uh, the maturation of, mm -hmm. uh, of Mac Jones. Without a question. And I think most Patriots fans will as well. And I'm glad that you mentioned that it is something where he is feeling uh, very secure in his position, as he should. He is the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots. And that does carry a lot of weight. And I'm not just saying that not putting the Patriots' prowess and putting their history aside and being one of the more storied franchises in the NFL. When you're handed the keys to the kingdom of any NFL team, that is a huge responsibility right. and a huge feather in the cap of any player that gets to be the starting quarterback for an NFL team. Anybody that's done it at any level knows that that's prestigious. And I think Matt yep. feels it. And I think because of the Patriots history, and I think because of the folklore that surrounds him in Foxborough and uh, Gillette stadium, I believe right. that he does feel that responsibility. So Matt came in this year, knowing that not only do I have to take this team on my back, but I've got a legacy to keep up here. And it's something that I do continue to cultivate. That being said, if anybody's wondering if he's more worried about the legacy than he is about the guys on the field, I can tell you that's not the case. Mac right. is 100% laser focused on what he needs to be focused on, and I think that's going to make him an effective leader. And look, that's we heard it. Tom talk about this years ago when he's going into a huddle, and he says, I'm looking at all of these offensive linemen. All of these guys are big Drew guys, meaning Drew Bledsoe. Yep. He needed to convince them. He needed to show them that I can take you on my back and I can lead you. And it took him a very short amount of time to be able to do it because these guys believed in him. I'm hearing a lot of that same type of sentiment coming from offensive linemen, wide receivers, running backs about Mac Jones. I'm not comparing the two. I'm nope. not saying that Mac is going to fall into Brady's shoes, but that's the type of leadership you need to exude to be successful. 
And I think Mac Jones is doing a great job of He's it. He's filling so, his own shoes. Nobody else. Absolutely. Perfectly said. Could not have said it better. And because of that, because he has that swagger and that little maybe chip on his shoulder this year to prove that he's not a one-hit wonder, I think this is going to be a good year for him. And I think he's got the ability and the team around him to turn some heads in the process. I agree. This Mer is the second best decision that Bill Belichick's ever made. Yep, absolutely. And we all know what the first one was. Yep. Putting Murph on speed dial, folks. That was the number one decision Bill Belichick has yep. ever made. Now, all kidding aside, bud, it has been fun talking offense with you, but we're not done yet here on Locked On Patriots because we're going to talk about Murph's top storylines on the defensive side of the ball. Does it involve that need for speed in the linebacking core? Is there still some question marks at the cornerback position? Was Malcolm Butler and Terrence Mitchell enough to offset the loss of J.C. Jackson. Well, we're going to discuss all of that in just a moment, but we're going to get Murph's top storyline, most importantly, when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, great time to be a sports fan. Basketball finals in full swing. Hockey finals coming up on the, on the horizon. We also have Major League Baseball all around. Third leg of the Triple Crown coming up this weekend. It's always a lot of fun. And if you want to really cultivate your sports fandom and make a little something on it, you definitely want to do so by visiting our good friends at betonline.net, your number one source for all of your sports betting stats and information. You can find all of the latest developments, league reviews, and news when you do business with your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Patriots fans, it's almost time to wrap things up here on hashtag Locked on Murph Monday. Joined each and every Monday as I am. Always my honor, always my privilege to have the great Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports joining me here today. Murph. We talked about offensive storylines. We talked offensive line. We talked Mac Jones. We talked some Shanahanian influence on the Patriots' offensive play-calling style. But we all know that if offense gets the headlines, defense yep. is what wins championships. And there are a lot of defensive storylines as well. I mentioned just a couple of them heading into the break. We talk about the need for speed and the linebacking core and infusing some youngsters uh, into this uh, linebacking core, whether it be Raekwon McMillan or Cam McGrone or Josh Uche or Mac Wilson. A lot of people are excited about that. Then you look at the cornerback crew and you say, well, the Patriots lost JC Jackson, huge hole there, brought in Terrence Mitchell, brought in Malcolm Butler, but a lot of people feel that's still an Achilles heel of this team. Yep. There's also the safety crew, which I think may have even gotten better over the course of this year uh, in the off season. And of course the front seven, but you see things us mere mortals don't see, Don Murph. So I leave the question to you. When you look at all of the defensive storylines stacking up, heading into mandatory minicamp, what's going to catch your sharp eye this week? It's going to be the the lost uh, rookies, the lost rookies of last year. It's the Cam McGrones. It, it is the Ronnie Perkins. It, it, it's those mm -hmm. guys. How they're how they're going to be fit in and integrated into this this defensive scheme. What changes we're going to see because we see more speed on that side of the ball. The right. Amoeba right. defense is is returning. The, these these are the things that that uh, excite me the most. The things that I'm going to be looking at the most. Not necessarily who's running with the ones out there. It's the changes. It's the change in philosophy. It's how well these guys come together and are able to. Um, incorporate their special blend of athleticism 
to this Patriots 2022 uh, defensive squad. It's going to be a lot of fun to, to watch people. It's going to take us some time to figure out, never mind everybody else in the AFC East and the NFL, what Bill is going to be able to do with this group of ball players. It, it, this is not the, the elimination of two, two spots um, completely changes uh, the outlook on this, on the field. We have guys that that are uh, going to be dropping into coverage in a much better way, filling holes in a much better way, are a lot quicker than the the, the gentlemen you know uh, that have been here in the past and have moved on to to uh, less green pastures, shall we say? And guys who are just at a point where I don't know if I want to play anymore. So give me a call at the end of uh, of uh, spring training, and maybe I'll be back. <laughs> it, it, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to watch to see how the new pieces, the new faces, fit into the collage that that Bill Belichick has on the defensive side of the ball, and how Mayo is going to uh, to utilize the chess pieces that Bill has given him. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned the Amoeba defense, because I think that is something that we saw Brian Flores do so well mm -hmm. in Miami. And really, I think did a great job of doing it yep. up here as well when he was a defensive coordinator, a de facto defensive coordinator. For those of us that don't know <laughs> what the, the Amoeba defense is, folks, that just means that it's like an Amoeba. It's ever changing. Right. The shape ever of it changing. is not the same thing. Uh, Flores was really, I think, I think so good at doing what he did. And they based out of a three, four, which Again, I think that's still where the Patriots yeah. are, you know, serving yep. their bread and butter. I think that's still, yeah, I think that's still <laughs> the Belichickian blueprint I'm a four, that you're going to see. But I can definitely say, uh, and there's a lot of argument yeah. with the personnel that they have that that could end up being maybe their yep. ideal type of fit. But and we'll I still see a, think, yep, yeah, we'll see I, a, a two, two, you know, nine, one, one, ten set up there yeah th that's the point of this defense is the fact that you do not know what's coming you do not have to show your hand pre-snap um yeah. it, it it looks like you're in man but you're really not it, it, it's perfect for my favorite defense which is which is match quarters it, it's fantastic mm -hmm. the things that he's going to be able to do with the personnel that he has um they're not the biggest names in the nfl people and the patriots do that on purpose yeah, absolutely. Of course they do it on purpose because what better way to sneak up on someone when your opponent thinks you're weak, that's when right. you can strike the hardest. And that's exactly what I think the Patriots might be gearing up to do. Now, you can make the argument, maybe do they have the personnel? Do they not have the personnel? We'll eventually find that out. But I do look for them to use those exotic fronts, maybe use yep. some different looks. Um, I think you're going to see the return of the Patriots using that tight front that Brian used to like yep. to run. Uh, I think they have the personnel to do that. Getting the defensive linemen on that inside shade, especially against some of the offensive tackles that they're going to be facing. Maybe try to slow down some of those high-powered offenses that you're seeing in the NFL right now. One of them very primarily in their own division in the Miami Dolphins. And let's not sleep on the Buffalo Bills. Right. They're pretty fast when they want to be as well. Opportunity is knocking for guys like Uche, Jennings, and Perkins. Man, let's see if they open the door and freaking step through it. Absolutely. And, yeah, I talked a little bit uh, over the weekend here about guys like Uche and guys like McGrone and Raekwon McMillan, who I think right. can really make a jump this year. You may as well count him as someone that's a new right. uh, you know, free agent acquisition here yep. as well, because Raekwon missed the entire season last year. He looks good uh, in terms yeah. of uh, physicality, in terms of what he can do. He doesn't look like he's hampered by that injury Sexy any longer, bastard, folks. Man. So, yep. yeah, so he's he, he looks good out there, and, and we're looking forward to seeing what Raekwon can bring to the table. 
Murph, we're almost done with your wisdom and counsel, but I wouldn't be doing my job unless I mentioned the same type of mention that I had when I talked about the offensive side of the ball. And it always amazes me that quarterback and cornerback become the marquee positions that everybody seems to have their eye on. We talked right. a little bit about Mac Jones in the previous segment. I'm going to put you on the spot here and talk a little bit about the cornerback position. We've discussed before J.C. Jackson moving yep. on. You're not going to fill J.C. Jackson's shoes, especially no. this year. They just didn't bring in the personnel to bring in a like-for-like -like replacement for him. But I think Malcolm Butler coming in here is smart, right. especially if the Patriots want to incorporate more zone defense because I think Malcolm still has the potential to be one of the better zone corners in this league. Jalen Mills, Jack Jones, Joan Williams, a lot of these guys feel that they're going to be, uh, you know, kind of fumbling to get that other outside corner spot. Uh, what are your thoughts on the cornerback position? Yep. Is that the way that it's shaping up, or are we not seeing something here that the Patriots may be seeing? No, at, at the moment, it's, it's, it's Butler and Terrence Mitchell. Um, they're both mm -hmm. experienced guys, and I think they'll both be in there starting early, um, letting the uh, the um, the the rookies live and learn, and and then mm -hmm. come in behind them, and and get their their spots. We'll, we'll see it evolve over the season. Um, I've said it, you know, many many times, and other people have said it after me that um, Bill splits the season in two quarters in the same mm -hmm. way that, that a football game is. Um, you know, OTAs are now, and then you get into, you get into all, all the summer workouts, and that carries into the first four weeks of the, of the season. And then you start to see how this team is really going to shape up. And by the time you get to say Thanksgiving, uh, I don't want to say things are set in stone, but but that's that's what that's the way Bill is going to roll this year, and then into December they end up uh, turning up the heat a little bit, expecting more out of the rookies and and the guys that are uh, what what some people would consider second string. Uh, that strings don't matter here. Depth chart doesn't matter here. You're going to be right. in there when you're needed to be in there. You're you're going to be put in a position where you're going to help this team the most, and whether that's you you play. 14 downs or four downs or 40 downs on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball. That's what Bill's going to use you for. And, and that's, that's the way of it. Um, so there it is in a nutshell, folks, that that's, that's the way that I'm looking at this. Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned Mitchell because I didn't have the forefront to mention him. So see, you pull my fat out of the fire again, my friend. No, I do appreciate no, no, that. No, 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 but no, no, Terrence is a, he is a seasoned veteran. And I think that is yeah. going to be important in terms of giving the youngsters a chance to be able to learn. Jalen Mills did a very admirable job last year. He might be right. someone that could challenge for that second spot. Um, he also could be someone that may, you know, relegate back down to that third spot that he was going to man last year before everyone thought that right. Stephon Gilmore might show up. Everybody thought it was going to be Gilmore, Jackson, and then Mills as a third option. Maybe that returns this year, depending on the Patriots scheme. We'll see. Ultimately, I think in terms of guys that are going to be able to take the, uh, the mantra as rookies, I think you're going to see Jonathan Jones continue his uh, ability in the slot. You know, I think you're going to see Marcus Jones, um, probably groomed for that role sooner rather than later. And I think Jack has a chance to win one of the outside corner jobs. Right. He's one of the guys that I'm really looking forward to. Claire and I talked about that last week. Got my sharp eye on him as a rookie. Really looking Don't forget Peppers. 
Absolutely. And, peppers, and when you look at what Jabril can do, especially in that safety core, and that safety core is a, right. a core that we know very well. You did your homework on Kyle Duggar and mostly before anybody did, Murph. Right. Uh, you and I were one of the very few that scouted him and predicted he might be on the Patriots uh, uh, yep. you know, radar going into that. I didn't think he'd job. go where he went, but yeah. Then Neither did I. Saying. I thought he was going <laughs> later, but, you know, very similar to what Cole <laughs> did this year. And, you know, yeah. I mean, so, but you know what? The Patriots found their guy and wherever they take him, ultimately, that's their decision. Absolutely. We do not make fun of the draft here. No. We always muse it. And, uh, you know, before you know it, we'll be musing the draft again. That's how fast time flies here on Locked On Patriots when you're having fun. But uh, Peppers, I think, is going to be a great addition in the box to that safety. You want to talk about a trio that really can do some yeah. damage there. You've got Adrian Phillips. You've got Kyle Duggar. You've got Jabril Peppers. And then yeah. at the free safety position, it's a reliable Devin McCourty. It's a <laughs> freaking nightmare. Yeah. We're going to be able to 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 do this year and yeah. where he's going to these moving pieces it, it, it's going to be a lot of fun folks don't don't blink don't blink. it will be it will be absolutely and maybe under the radar maybe a lot of people are not giving the patriots their just due now but you know what that's just the way they like it in new england maybe the ability to turn some heads this year in foxborough we people all in buffalo give me a break <laughs> you know on that note folks. buffalo yeah <laughs> Uh, it's all about the wings, but, uh, in any case, my friend, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me here on locked on Patriots folks. If you're not already following this man, you should be, but just in case for the benefit of our new listeners, follow my good friend, the dancing destroyer, the green King of sting, the monster master of disaster, the counter Murphy Fisto himself the legendary Thomas Murphy at tmurph207 on Twitter. You can catch all of his great written work when it comes to your New England Patriots, the Boston Red Sox, and really anything that's on the man's mind at e2gsports.com. Give them a follow as well. Great writers and great uh, you know covers they have over there at e2gsports.com. And, of course, I'd be remiss if I did not mention the true, the true great when it comes to the New England Patriots podcasting coverage and at one Patriots place with our good friend right here, our uh, resident voice of reason, Steve Balistrieri, who returns this week to the lineup and also the Countess of Claz herself, Miss Claire Clazy, Claire Cooper, who joins us here each and every Wednesday, but always honored, always humbled by your presence. Thank you, Don Murph. Always my pleasure, bud. Always my pleasure. Folks, head over to e2gsports.com. I've got a nice little uh, little piece on Jaron Duran and whether or not he should stick around for for the, the remainder, for the long haul, uh, and what Alex Cora could be able to do with an actual fourth outfielder. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the Red Sox may be a little up and down right now, some very high moments, uh, some questionable moments, but Murphy's got hey, you covered it, no matter it, what. It's the Oakland Triple A's. We all understand that. <laughs> absolutely and you know what hey who knows maybe there is some good stuff coming on the horizon for the red sox after a slow start again we all live in hope here folks. back to 500 We're definitely hoping for it and our best wishes to the celtics sputtered a little last night but they will get back on track as they continue their journey in the nba finals huge shout out to my colleague here on locked on john corrales host of the locked on celtics podcast one of the best Celtics podcasts that you'll find anywhere in sports media. If you're not following that and checking out John's great work, please, by all means, do that. Smash that subscribe button and follow everything that you need for Team Green as they continue their pursuit of Banner 18. 
And here on Locked On Patriots, we'll continue to bring you the very latest news notes and analysis from Foxborough, including boots on the crown coverage starting tomorrow when it comes to your New England Patriots and mandatory minicamp. Until tomorrow, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, be the change that you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone.